Hey everyone, Tim here with a quick note of apology. Uh, when we recorded this episode, I was having some technical difficulties that didn't pick up my normal microphone. That's why my sound is so awful. I apologize and we did everything we could to make it sound as good as we can, uh, but we didn't know it was an issue until we went to edit. So hopefully it's still an enjoyable show. Drew and Nate put on an incredible game. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump into the show. Semi-finals. We are almost there. We're down to our final four competitors, uh, narrowed down from 32. The winner of today will go on to face the winner of Matt Coleman and Lauren Carey. These two have proven that they are up to all the challenges they face, so let's meet them, shall we? First, from Mobile, Alabama, he's taken down Jeff Ravilla, Mike Mott, and Brian Nash coming out of the Chris Ligori quadrant. It's Nate McQuinn. Nate, how you doing and what you drinking? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm doing good. Um, I'm actually on duty right now, uh, so I can't uh, drink too much. Uh, so I'm drinking a delicious Powerade, so I stay hydrated tonight. Um, live in Mobile, Alabama. been here for about three months. And um, just as you said that, I am in awe of how far I've gotten, just because how many awesome people are in this tournament. Um, you have Hall of Famers, you have people I look up to. It is an amazing, an amazing tournament you all put together. Yeah, uh, we, we've definitely had a lot of fun with this because we, we got some great people signed up. It's been a, a, a whole lot of fun. I'm sad to see us reach the end, but I'm excited for whatever we do next. Uh, but we've been grateful to have you, and you know, we wish you the best of luck tonight. Well, thank you. I need it. I've heard Drew's games. <laughs> yeah. Taking on Nate straight out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, coming out of my quadrant after toppling Brandon Reese, Alex Jacob, and Jonathan Oaks. It's Drew Kroniski. Drew, how are you doing and what are you drinking? Hello. I'm good. I will echo that sentiment of I can't believe I made it this far, but uh, it's been super fun. Um, I am going to do the thing I haven't yet done and and crack one open. There we go. It's a session IPA from Double Nickel. I picked it up when I was in New Jersey. Uh, pretty tasty. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I am the host of Drew's Clues Trivia, based here in Pittsburgh. Do uh, several. In fact, I'm coming right off the heels of a live trivia that I did down at a brewery. So I'm, I just got home. I'm excited to do more trivia. Well, we are excited to do some more trivia ourselves. Uh, for those of you who are just joining us, here's how our game will work. Our warm-up round will consist of five questions. Each work, each question is worth one point. It's a simple either-or question. Uh, there is no punishment in this round for answering incorrectly. We'll then move on to our main round, the Hot Seat Challenge. We'll ping-pong back and forth between our guests for 30 minutes, answering as many questions as you can. Each player will receive the same number of questions, worth one point each. So if, one, if time runs out while one player has received an extra question, we'll ask an additional question to even it out. There is no punishment in this round either for answering incorrectly. Finally, we'll move on to our wager round. 
The contestants will spread out as many of their points as they wish across three categories. They can wager any number of their points, but they cannot exceed their points during the round. This is the only round in which a contestant can lose points for an incorrect answer. After three questions, we'll have our, our winner who will move on to the next round before the loser goes home. How does that sound, everybody? Sounds great. Sounds good. I, I do have one question. Nathan, who's that behind you? Uh, the head of the dog. Uh, oh, that's oh, Penny. I, I only she see a dog. Penny the dog. Yeah, that's the bread there. It's uh, Penny who's trying to get in the way right now. So, Penny, what a ham. <laughs> yeah. Very cute. Hi, Penny. And before I forget, I am drinking one of my go-tos, a Voodoo Ranger Juicy uh, Juice Force Juicy Haze Imperial IPA from New Belgium Brewing. It's 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 so smooth for nine and a half percent, and it's honestly just one of my favorite beers. Gives a nice crack too. That sounded real good. It does. I love the I love the uh, Voodoo Rangers, um, but. Let's get started with our warm-up round. Today's warm-up game. I'm going to give you two world camp capitals. You tell me which one is further north, all right? So based on their latitude, which one is further north? And what I have here is I have five continents, um, Europe, Asia, South America, Africa, and North America. Nate, you're going to get to go first. You can choose which continent you want to start and whether you want number one or number two. Each of you can only choose each uh, continent one time. So each get one out of each, but you get to pick whether you want number one or two, and you get to kind of choose which one you go for first. So, can you, Nate. Can you repeat the continents again? Yep. Europe, Asia, South America, Africa, and North America. Basically, I left out Antarctica and I left out uh, uh, Australia. Yeah, Australia—that'd that, be too easy. Uh, let's go ahead and do Europe. You want to start with Europe? Do you want number one yeah. or number two? N number one. Number one. We're starting with Helsinki, Finland, or Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, jeez. Let's go. Helsinki. Helsinki is just a little further north. Drew, what continent do you want to start with? I'm going to be so bad at this. Um, Africa. Let's try Africa number one. Africa number one. You get Monrovia, Liberia, or Freetown, Sierra Leone. Liberia. Uh, I'm sorry. Freetown, oh. Sierra Leone is the further north. All right. Nate, where do you want to go next? Let's go North America. Number one or number two? Number one. All right. We got Port-au-Prince, Haiti, or Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. They're on... Can you say that one more time? Port-au-Prince, Haiti, Haiti, or Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. And oh, if you haven't realized, I chose two. I, I, for each of these, I chose two that are very close. You um, chose the ones that are on the same island for this one. Yep. Oh... It's a coin flip. Which one's to the east? Let's go, Haiti. Haiti is a correct answer. Port-au-Prince, Haiti is further north. Drew, you're up. Uh, South America, I guess. All right. And number one or number two? Oh, number two. How about? All right. You get La Paz, Bolivia, 
or Lima, Peru? I've got truly no idea. Uh, La Paz. I'm sorry, it is Lima, Peru. And Nate? You know what, let's do Africa, number two. Africa, number two. You get Lusaka, Zambia, or Harare, Zimbabwe. Would help if I can picture where they're at. Um, African geography is not my strength. Um, let's go ahead and guess um, Mozambique's like along the coast, I think. Let's go Zambia. Zambia is a correct answer. <laughs> True. It looks like you have left. You can choose between North America, Asia, or Europe. I'll try Europe. Europe. You get London, United Kingdom. Or Berlin, Germany. I've been wrong every other time, so let's keep it going. London. Ah, this is a, a, a tricky one. Berlin <laughs> is actually further north than uh, geez. I should just guess no. uh, whatever my instinct says is right. I should guess the other one, as it turns out. All right. All right. Nate, you have South America or Asia. I don't think anybody's picked South, uh, Asia yet, so let's go Asia. Number one. One or two. Number one. Let's go one. All right. You get Bangkok, Thailand, or Manila, Philippines. Let's go Manila. Manila. Manila is the correct answer. Oh, jeez. Nate, pulling these out. Drew, you have Asia or North America left? I'll try Asia. Asia. You get Kuwait City, Kuwait. Or New Delhi, India. Uh, New Delhi. <laughs> oh, wow, I managed to bring it right every time. City. <laughs> uh, All right, that leaves Nate. You are in South America. You get Buenos Aires, Argentina, or Montevideo, Uruguay. Where's Buenos Aires? Um, Argentina. And I think if my score is correct, that indicates that Drew went five for five on this one. I don't. Did I do North America yet? Oh, sorry, Nate went five for five. Okay. Oh, jeez. I've Drew, gone four for four, getting them wrong. I know that. Drew, your North America cities. <laughs> you get Kingston, Jamaica, or San Juan, Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'll say Puerto Rico. And you do escape with a point. Ooh, all right. <laughs> You do escape with a point. So at the Thank end goodness. of our warm-up round, we have a score of Nate with five, Drew with one. There's still plenty of time left. In fact, there's 30 minutes. We're going to take a quick break for, ad, for our ads and be right back. Do me a favor. I want you to think back to when you were eight or nine years old and you were dressed up for Halloween and you're walking past the houses and you go to that house and they put a candy bar in your sack and you are so excited for that candy bar that you just got that you don't even wait. You reach right and you grab it and you eat it right then and there. What kind of candy bar was that? Was it maybe a Snickers bar, a Reese's cup, might have been an Airhead? Maybe you're one of those people that really likes blow pops or a bit of honey, a flavored or a chocolate Tootsie Roll. That's what we're talking about this month over on the Boozy Bracketology Podcast. We are picking out the best Halloween candy, and y'all, we have opinions. You can find the Boozy Bracketology Podcast anywhere you get podcasts. We will take a 32-seed bracket and argue it down until we have a winner. And for October, we are crowning once and for all definitively 
What is the best Halloween candy? We'll see you over there. Back to the show. Now that we've heard our ad, are we ready for the hot seat? Ready. Ready. The timer will begin as soon as I finish reading the first question. We're going to start with Nate. All right. So as soon as I finish reading the first question, we will start the round. Nate. Which author was responsible for making Bella Swan and Edward Cullen household names? Oh, um, I never saw the movies or read the books. Um, oh, I bet I'll know when I... Sparks. It's not right. It's Sparks. I'm sorry. The answer we were looking for is Stephanie Meyer. Ah, oh, yeah. Drew, what breed of whale is the loudest animal on Earth? Hmm, humpback. Uh, not a good start. We were looking for sperm. Mm. Nate. Known as Lefty, golfer Phil Mickelson is actually right-handed. True or false? Let's go false. It's actually true. We are not starting off well. Drew, American Pharaoh was the winner of which thoroughbred racing trifecta in 2015? Hmm, so many thoroughbred racing trifectas to choose from. I'll say the Triple Crown. Triple Crown is the correct answer. Nate, which Nevada city is the setting for a Comedy Central mockumentary about short shorts wearing cops and his a uh, short shorts wearing cop and his bumbling deputies? That would be Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada is a correct answer. Drew, perhaps best known in his computerized version, Klondike is a popular variety of what card game? Solitaire. Solitaire is the answer we're looking for. Nate. Which sister of an NBA Hall of Famer was a four-time All-American basketball player at USC and a member of the U.S. Olympic team in 1984? Sports is not my category. I, Johnson. I'm sorry. We were looking for Reggie Miller's sister, Cheryl. Drew, Jeff Bridges wore a patch on his right eye in the True Grit reboot while John Wayne wore it on the left. True or false? Um, false. I'm sorry. That was true. Okay. Nate, in 2008, archaeologists in Jordan announced the possible discovery of what biblical figures fabled mines. Mines, M-I-N-E-S? M-I-N-E-S, that's correct. Oh, Jordan Mines. Who, mining, who'd go mining for gold or, um, Jordan. Um, let's go Noah. I don't know. No, we were looking for King Solomon. Oh. Drew. Actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt portrayed Bruce Willis's younger self in which time-tripping film? Looper. Looper's a correct answer. Nathan, what do the letters in NAFTA stand for? North American Free Trade uh, Agreement. That is correct. North American oh. Free Trade Agreement. I don't know if it was an agreement or association. Oh. Drew, though now headquartered in New York, the United Nations drew up its charter in what other U.S. city? Hmm. I don't know that answer, um, so I'll just say Washington, D.C. No, it's about as far away from D.C. as you can get. It was San Francisco. Okay. Yep. Nathan, uh, candy made from fruits and nuts bound in starch and dusted with sugar is known as what kind of delight? Turkish? Turkish is a correct answer. Drew, which NBA basketball team set the record in 2016 for most regular season wins? Oh, boy. Um, the Celtics. And now uh, it was the Golden State Warriors. Cool. Nate, believed by the ancient Greeks to be a sacred or holy bone, 
The sacrum is located in what part of the human body? Sacrum? Correct. Uh, let's go foot. Now, the answer we're looking for there looking for there is pelvis drew contestants on which long-running tv competition have one goal to outwit outplay and outlast one another survivor survivors a correct answer nathan uh which two broadway stars originated the roles of Elphaba and glinda in the stage production of wicked if there's one thing i know less in sports that's broadway i have no idea i'm gonna have to pass call on uh, me i know it it was uh, Idina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, okay. I've heard of them. Yeah. Drew. In the film Pitch Perfect, in which singing style do the Barden Bellas perform? In the acapella style. That is correct. And after five minutes, Nate has a lead of eight to six. Nate, which sports mascot made his debut in 1964 and even had a feature in Rolling Stone magazine? Mascot. 1964 Rolling Stone magazine. Um, 1964. I can't think of any mascots in the top of my head. It's mm, pass. I can't think of anything. All right. We were looking for Mr. Met. Mr. Met. Oh, okay. The mascot for the Mets. Drew, the theme song Eye of the Tiger is featured in the third installment of what movie franchise? Rocky. Rocky's a correct answer. I promise these are randomized. I like wow, how they're randomizing. This is working out. <laughs> Nate, what territory claiming strategy game was inducted into the game's board game hall of fame in 1984? Would that be Risk? It would be Risk. Drew, the film director Frank Capra, most famous for It's a Wonderful Life, was born in which Mediterranean country? Italy. Italy's a correct answer. Back to Nate. The palindromic name of what Scandinavian band comes from the four members' first names? Uh, Abba. Abba's a correct answer. Drew. Which legendary Red Sox player was astronaut John Glenn's wingman in the Korean War? Williams. That is correct. It was Ted Williams. <sighs> yes. Wow. I got a sports thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan. True or false, the British monarch is the head of state in Canada. Head of state? Let's see, head of government would be prime. Uh, true. That is true. True. Which branch of science specifically studies earthquakes? Seismology. Seismology is a correct answer. Nate, which singer fronted the 1970s pop group Shawadi Wadi? Shawadi Wadi? Showadi Wadi, S H O W A D D Y W A D D Y. Oh, I have never heard of this. Um, let's go Mama Cass, even though that's not right. No, we were looking for Dave Bartram. Wow. Drew. <laughs> Which three nations comprised what President George W. Bush called the Axis of Evil in January 2002? Um, Iran, Iraq, and North Korea. That is a correct answer. Back to Nathan. In the 1999 movie American Pie, Allison Hannigan's character discusses playing what instrument at band? Uh, flute. She is a flute player. <laughs> Drew. After the Vatican City, what is the next smallest country in the world, which also has the shortest coastline? Mm, Monaco? Monaco is a correct answer. Back to Nate. In a famous poem by Edgar Allan Poe, what animal repeatedly quotes the word nevermore? 
That would be the Raven. That would be a Raven. Drew, which composer was the first person to score an EGOT by winning all four American Entertainment Awards? Um, Richard Rogers. Richard Rogers is a correct answer. Back to Nate, before his career as a writer, Roald Dahl had which job for the British government during World War II? See, he wrote James the Giant Peach. Um, let's go um, for, the US, for the government. Let's put um, Medic. No, I'm sorry. He was a fighter pilot. And after 10 minutes, we have a tie game at 13 apiece. Ooh, 13-13, like the Munsters address. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, in Germany in 1900, who built the first rigid frame dirigible airship and founded the first airline company, DeLag, or DeLag? Um, Hindenburg? Uh, you were on the right track. It was uh, Count Ferdinand von Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Shoot. Yes. All right. Nathan, Tom Cruise is called Maverick in which film? I know there was a sequel. Was he in the sequel? Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun's the correct answer. Drew, in the 1993 drama Indecent Proposal, Demi Moore agrees to sleep with Robert Redford for what tidy sum? I don't know. A million dollars. It was a million dollars. <laughs> wow. Okay. Nate, the anise-flavored liqueur Ouzo is a traditional drink of what country? Can you spell Ouzo? O-U-Z-O. Uh, let's go Russia. No, I'm sorry. We were looking for Greece. Drew, how long after World War II ended was the United States, the United Nations formally established? Was it two years, two months, or two weeks? Two months. Two months is the correct answer. Back to Nate. Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward's book, All the President's Men, details what event in U.S. history? Uh, the Watergate scandal. The Watergate scandal is a correct answer. Drew, Capri Pants are named for a picturesque resort island located off the coast of what country? That's a great question. Capri is something I've heard of. Italy? Italy is a correct answer. Oh, I got Capra and Capri. Okay. <laughs> Nate, which stadium in Flushing Meadows, New York, home of the U.S. Open, is named for the first male African-American to win Wimbledon in 1975? I think I know this from watching professional wrestling. Um, I think it's Ash. It is Arthur Ash. Sports question right. Yes. <laughs> Non-sports people pulling out sports questions is exactly why we're here. Yes. Drew, during the Vietnam War, who's the leader of North Vietnam? Um, I, at the risk of sounding really stupid, if this is very wrong, I'll say Ho Chi Minh. Well, you don't sound stupid. It is very right. <laughs> okay, good. Nate, which CBS reporter-driven show was created in 1968 by producer Don Hewitt, the man who originated the use of cue cards from newscasters? Mm, there's a few I could choose from CBS. 60 Minutes? It was 60 Minutes. Back to Drew. Who is the author of a tale of children deeply down on their luck, aptly named A Series of Unfortunate Events? Lemony Snicket? Lemony Snicket is correct. Back to Nate, Faye Dunaway's daughter is also her sister in what Jack Nicholson classic from 1974? Mm. Can you repeat it one more time? Sure. Faye Dunaway's daughter is also her sister in what Jack Nicholson classic from 1974? I've seen the movie. I just can't think of the title. It 
I think Jack Nicholson was. Am I thinking the right? I'm not pulling it. Pass. Uh, it was Chinatown. Oh, I mean, that's what I was thinking. Okay, good. All I feel right. Less bad. Drew, calling it historical fiction, in 2011, the History Channel refused to air a miniseries about what political family? Um, boy, I don't know. Um, Kennedy's? Kennedy's is a correct answer. Nate, what 90s TV drama about five siblings who inherit a restaurant launched the careers of Matthew Fox and Jennifer Love Hewitt? Uh, Party of Five. Party of Five is correct. Drew, which American chemical company has supported U.S. war efforts abroad by making mustard gas, napalm, and Agent Orange? Dow? Dow is the correct answer. Nate. Oh, and we have reached the halfway point. Drew is up 20 to Nate's 18. You've got a tight game and still plenty of time. Nate, short for post-sebum. Doctors use the abbreviation PC to indicate that a prescription should be taken when. Can you say that one more time? Yep. Short for post-sebum, that's C-I-B-U-M. Doctors use the abbreviation PC to indicate that a prescription should be taken when. I'm going to say after eating? After meals is correct. Drew, in 1996... Gymnast Carrie Strug landed her gold medal clinching vault despite what injury? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I, mean, I think it was something with her ankle, um, an ankle injury. Do you need more specific than that? I'll give it to you. It's sprained ankle. Okay. Uh, Nate, in restaurant lingo, a server who is falling behind is said to be where? In the sticks. No idea. Very close. It was in the weeds. In the weeds. Drew, published by John Gay in 1728, which lowbrow play is considered one of that century's most popular and remains one of the most performed musicals? John Gay, 1728? Correct. Wow, this feels like something I ought to know, but one of the most performed musicals. Boy, I hate to abandon a musical question, but I can't think of it. Pass. All right, the answer we were looking for is The Beggar's Opera. Okay, I'm glad I passed. <laughs> Nate, as suggested by its quirky style, the 2010 film Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is based on an original what? I think it was a comic book? Comic book, graphic novel, we'll give it to you. Thanks for the pity, I appreciate it. Drew, <laughs> how old is the Earth in years? Is it 4.54 million, 4.54 billion, or 4.54 trillion? Hmm. I'll go with the billion. Billion's a correct answer. Nate, which Canadian prime minister was toasted by Richard Nixon as a future prime minister of Canada when he was four months old? Oh, that would be um, Trudeau. Can you be more specific? Right. <laughs> mm, damn it. Um, the one I'm that sorry, he... I got to hold you to oh, it. I know. And I, as I said it, uh, mm. I just want to make sure I get his name right. Um, oh, is it Pierre Trudeau? Uh, I think that's his father. It's Justin. It is! Justin! Damn it! Sorry. Oh. Uh, Drew, which sports superstar was too unwell to attend and light the cauldron during the opening ceremony at the 2016 Olympics? Um, hmm. hmm. Gosh. I, it's wrong, but I'll say Muhammad Ali. No, I think he did the he uh, 96 sure. Olympics. Yeah. Um. 2016 was in Brazil. We were looking for Pele. Okay, cool. Nate, 
which city is home to the Colosseum, Trevi Fountain, and the Spanish Steps? Is that Rome? It is Rome. Drew, which Pulitzer Prize-winning biologist wrote a novel in part from the lowly standpoint of an ant? Um, don't know. Um, Rachel Carson. No, it was Edward O. Wilson. Sure. Nate, Pope Francis was born in which South American city? I work at a Jesuit college, thankfully, and I know this. This is Argentina. I'm uh, looking for the city. Oh, city. Um, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Drew, though he often goes by just his first name, celebrity physician Dr. Drew has what surname? Pinsky. Pinsky is the correct answer. We have nine and a half minutes left, and Drew has just pulled ahead 23-22. It's a very tight game. Nate, which U.S. city is home to High Line Park? which used to be an elevated train track. I have two guesses. Let's go San Francisco. No, it was uh, New York City. Okay, that's not my other guess. Okay. Drew, in tennis, a player who has lost the set 6-0 is said to have been what? Hmm, swept? No, the answer I have here is bageled. Bageled. Okay. Nate, what is the official tree of the U.S. per, the con per Congress as of 2004? Is it the redwood, the oak, or the maple? Redwood, oak. Let's, let's go redwood. No, it was oak. Oh, that's my second guess. Dang it. Drew, in 2010, Survivor Nicaragua was won by Judd Berza, a 21-year-old male model with what apt nickname? Um, 21-year-old male model with what apt nickname? Correct. His name is Judd Barza? Berza. Berza. Well, his name should be Beautiful Berza, then. Uh, no, if it's a male model you're looking for, chances are they're going to call him Fabio. Okay. Nate, what is the name for the ballet shoes that allow a dancer to maintain balance on the tips of their toes? Tappa, tappa, tappa. Um, I'm trying to think of the episode of The Simpsons where Lisa was a dancer, and she's, uh, I, I don't know the names of those shoes. Pass. All right, it's uh, Point Shoes. Once I got in it. Drew, Estrologic is the name of an herb supplement that markets itself towards what demographic? Women. Can you be more specific? Estrologic? Correct. Um, older women? <laughs> I don't know. I can't I give it to it. you. Okay. It's uh, menopausal women. Okay. Nate, in 1928, Mildred Day of the Kellogg Company added butter and marshmallows to one of their cereals, creating what gooey dessert? Butter and marshmallow. Um, Rice Krispie Treats? Rice Krispie Treats is a correct answer. Drew, which major city boasts the world's first subway system? Uh, the world's first subway system. Did you say U.S. city or just city? Major city. Oh, boy. This is almost certainly a question I've asked at my trivias before, and that's not really helping. I'll just say London. Well, you will just say the correct answer then. Oh, good, good. Nate, in a well-known expression, what two-word phrase typically follows the line, stick a fork in it? You're done? I'll give it to you. It's, it's done. But, okay. Uh, Drew, which university women's soccer program is considered the most successful athletic program in history? Wish there was some other clues there. UNC. UNC is the correct answer. That's where Mia Hamm went. All right, good. Yes. <laughs> Nate, prized for its silk-producing abilities, the silkworm is the larva type of what insect? Caterpillar? No, it's a moth. 
It's the larva form of a moth. With five minutes to go, Nate has 24, Drew has 25. We're headed down the final stretch. Drew, what is Tom Branson's position at Downton Abbey at the start of the series? Don't know anything about that show. I'll say lead butler. Now he's the chauffeur. Mm. Nate, I Feel Pretty, America, and Tonight are all songs featured in what classic musical? West Side Story. West Side Story is the correct answer. <gasps> oh Whether my God. One or not. Drew, what species of shark can live in both fresh and salt water? Hmm. That's a fun question. I um, wish I knew the answer. A nurse shark. Uh, no, it's the bull shark. Okay. Nate, what what retailer's original store in Freeport, Massachusetts, has been open 24 hours a day for over 50 years? Retail store? Can you repeat that one more time? Yep. What retailer's original store in Freeport, Massachusetts, has been opened for 24 hours a day for over 50 years? Retailer. Um, I think it might be from this region. I, I'm probably wrong. Um, I, I'm going to... Guess, um, J.C. Penny. Uh, no, it was L.L. Bean. Mm. I thought that was me. Okay, whoops. Drew, since the 1920s, what sport has held an amateur tournament known as the Golden Gloves? Baseball? No, the, the tournament oh. is in boxing. Oh, jeez. That makes more sense. <laughs> Nate, recognized as one of the greatest hockey players in history, which athlete is known as Mr. Hockey? Gretzky. No, that's the great one. Mr. Hockey is Gordie Howe. Drew, which AMC series about a criminal lawyer is a prequel to Breaking Bad? Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is the correct answer. Nate, which NYC neighborhood is home to the Apollo Theater and the namesake of the river that separates the Bronx from Manhattan? I'm going to guess the Bronx. It separates the Bronx from Manhattan. Oh, oh Queens. No, it's Harlem. Ah, of course. Drew, excluding the two-part series finale, what long-running sitcoms episode titles all started with The One? Friends. Friends is a correct answer. Nate, which of these is the biggest size of bottle of wine? Magnum, Imperial, or Nebuchadnezzar? Let's go Nebuchadnezzar. It is the Nebuchadnezzar. Drew, what are you doing if you make a repost with a foil or a parry with an epi? Fencing. You are fencing, Nate. Traditionally worn by golfers, plus fours are a type of what? See, golfers, they wear the ugly pants and the hat. Um, what's it called again? Plus fours. Plus fours. Uh, let's go hat. Ah, uh, you should have gone the other way. Oh, <laughs> dang it! We have one minute left. Let's see how many we can get through. Nate, in 2010, sorry, Drew, in 2010, which Asian city suffered a 62-mile traffic jam that lasted 12 days? Uh, Beijing. Beijing's the correct answer. Nate, in Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler shouts what variation on a classic game show catchphrase at TV host Bob Barker? Can I say this? Um, the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> you can say it, but we only we didn't need that uh, last okay. word. I'm sorry. Uh, Leave me out. No, you're fine. Drew, in 2009, the U.S. Navy rescued Captain Richard Phillips from pirates off the coast of what nation? Somalia. Somalia is a correct answer. Nate, which chart-topping songstress lent her voice to Smurfette in 2011's The Smurfs Movie? Um, Bette Midler. Nah, it was Katy Perry. 
Drew, which co-host of The View, first appeared on television playing Olivia on The Cosby Show? Hmm. Um, Whoopi Goldberg? No, you need to go much younger. It was Raven Simone, and time is She's a co-host of The View? I didn't even know that. Jeez. She, She is. She is. Time is up. That brings us to the end of the hot seat. How are we feeling, gentlemen? Um, great. That Shawadi Wadi question. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think of all the games I've played, this is the highest scored one, I think, that I've been on. Well, uh, the score at the end of the hot seat round is Drew with 30, Nate with 27. It's still a very close game. It still can go either way. Um, so here's how we're going to do this. I'm going to give you guys your three categories. You're going to be able to divide your points however you want against them or across them. Just write them down. Uh, This is all on the honor system. Uh, But tonight's categories are car brands, astronomy, and music television. Once again, our categories are car brands, astronomy, and music television. Go ahead and place your wagers based on those three categories. While our contestants are doing that, I will take a chance to tell you to follow us on all social media at Pub Trivia Experience on Instagram or at Pub Trivia Pod on Twitter. Join our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. You can support us at our Patreon, patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. Any support you you give goes right back to making this a great experience for all. If you can't, we understand times are tough, but we appreciate every dollar you give in support. You can also get in on our live chat here at Discord, on our Discord. Just head to ptebb.com slash Discord and join in. And that's ptebb.com slash Discord and get in on all of our fun chats. How are we doing with those wagers? Um, I'm locked in. Me too. All right. So, as I said before, I'm going to read all three questions and give you a chance to work them out in any way you see uh, you need to. Thank uh, you. In the category of car brands, what car brand started as the maker of the Model G automatic loom in 1924? The company didn't release their first passenger car until 1936 with their Model AA. The company underwent a slight name change in 1937 as the original name translated to Fertile Rice Patties. In astronomy, what is the name of the supermassive black hole located at the center of the Milky Way galaxy? It was first noted as a source of a radio signal by Carl Jansky in April of 1933, but astronomers hit a bullseye when they they released the first image of the black hole using the Event Horizon Telescope on May 12, 2022. And in music television, Originally known as the Ferris Brothers, what band returned to pseudo-prominence in 2004 when they jumped on the reality bandwagon? The show was an 11-week competition to find a new lead singer for the band and was hosted by Brooke Burke and Dave Navarro. J.D. Fortune was named the winner and fronted the band for six years. Okay, I think I'm good. All right, Drew's locked in. I'm going to need just 20 more seconds, I think. Just to... I'm locked in. All right. Let's go through this one by one. In the category of car brands, what car brand started as the maker of the Model G automatic loom in 1924? The company didn't release their first passenger car until 1936 with their Model AA. 
the company underwent a slight name change in 1937, as the original name translated to Fertile Rice Patties. Nate, what did you lock in with? Uh, no idea, really. I know Fertile Rice Patties. It sounded like it might have been a uh, car company that maybe has an, an, an Asian kind of name. And so I just picked one at random and um, picked uh, Toyota. And what did you wager? Uh, zero. Zero. And true. I Same logic. I also said Toyota, and I also bet zero. All right. In the category of astronomy, what is the name of the supermassive black hole located at the center of the Milky Way galaxy? It was first noted as a source of radio signal by Carl Jansky in April of 1933. But astronomers hit a bullseye when they released the first image of the black hole using the Event Horizon Telescope on May 12, 2022. Let's start with Drew. Uh, hit a bullseye was clearly a clue, but I, it wasn't really one that I was able to figure out. Um, but I thought maybe the clue was getting us to target, so I put Targus, and I bet zero. All right, and Nate? Uh, this was the one that took me the longest time because I couldn't think of a real answer and I cannot think of an answer. And so I just, for a fun answer, put New Jersey. <laughs> All right. And what did you wager? Luckily zero. <laughs> All right. And in the category of music television, originally known as the Ferris Brothers, what band returned to pseudo prominence in 2004 when they jumped on the reality bandwagon? The show was an 11-week competition to find a new lead singer for the band and was hosted by Brooke Burke and Dave Navarro. J.D. Fortune was named the winner and fronted the band for six years. Nate, what was your answer? I think this is NXS. And what did you wager? I wagered all my points, 27. And Drew? I also said NXS, and I put, I put 25 on it. All right. So let's go through these one at a time. Our first one asked for a car brand that started as the maker of the Model G Automatic Loom. It released the Model AA as their first passenger car in 1936, and they went went through a slight name change because their original name translated to Fertile Rice Patties. Uh, You both picked up on the right answer. It was Toyota, which was originally spelled with a D. Oh, like Yoda. (laughs) Yes, it was. Uh, But neither of you picking up any points because you wagered zero. in astronomy, the name of the supermassive black hole, you, you picked up on the clue, Drew. Uh, the bullseye was meant to point you to the archer. Uh, it's a Sagittarius A. Oh, okay. Yep. Sagittarius A. Nobody losing any points there because you didn't wager anything there either. And it all comes down to our music television question. Originally known as the Ferris Brothers, what band jumped on the reality bandwagon with a TV show that was hosted by Brooke Burke and Dave Navarro, eventually being won by J.D. Fortune? Uh, it was, in fact, in excess. Uh, so Drew picking up uh, 25 points, Nate picking up 27. And that means our winner today, moving on to the finals to face the winner of Matt Coleman and Lauren Carey with 55 points. It's Drew Kroniski by a score of 55 to 54. That was a tight one. <laughs> Congratulations. That was a hell of a final round and a hell yeah. of a game in general. 
Oh my gosh, it was neck and neck. Yeah, yeah it, mm. it was a very tight round. Drew definitely uh, made up the, the the deficit coming out of that hot seat or coming out yeah. of that warm up. Geography, yeah. spatial awareness is not good for me. Anything in relation to anything else, I'm so bad at. So thankfully, that wasn't the whole game. <laughs> uh, and it was a very tight game. I mean, 55 to 54, that's one of the highest scoring games across the board that we've seen. Um, I think that's probably second only to um, Alex Jacobs' first uh, round in which they both ended up with like 60 or 70 points. Wow. Um, it was it was an insane game, um, and all of a sudden I can't remember who he who he faced in that first round, but um, it was uh, it was impressive on your on your guys' behalf. Um, before we go, I want to give each of you a chance to plug anything you'd like, and we'll start with today's runner-up, Nate. Um. Nothing to plug. Just thank you so much for having me. This is fun. I never thought I would make it this far. It is an honor to lose to Drew. Drew, I wish you the best of luck in the finals. Um, I mean, congratulations. It was nice meeting you in this way. Yes, thank you. absolutely. And today's champion, who will go on to face the winner of Matt and Morin in the finals, Drew. Uh, yeah, it was. this was super fun. Nate, very nice to meet you. Nice to see your dog at the beginning and then um i think inadvertently got to see your cat at the end yes so i didn't know was... that my cat ran behind my monitor and uh -huh. i looked up and i'm like oh she moved the camera exactly so, yeah. <laughs> it was Both... great she said i'm gonna be the star um no. so yeah this was really fun i'm glad i had this vague memory of that in excess thing happening and um that made the difference so um yeah this was a pleasure i'm excited to move on to the next thing my quick plug again for drew's clues uh, if you're here in Pittsburgh, please come out and play trivia with me. I do occasional online things as well. Drew's Clues, you can find me. And uh, thanks for putting this all together. And that ends today's matchup in the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Tournament. Join us next time for the finals in the tournament and more exciting trivia action. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I've been Tim. I'm Nathan. And I have been Drew. Have a good night. <laughs>